do, guys, do you guys ever not get stoned? I've never not gotten no, stoned. No, not for this podcast. <laughs> Rich goes through waves of like punishing himself and depriving things, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I love depriving myself of stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I find... It's the gay way. <laughs> it's like, but it's like power. It's like a little yeah. thing that you can oh, do yeah. to show yourself your power. Yeah, that's, you know. That's I put, what yeah. the, that is the entire psychology behind anorexia. Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I mean, I, I thought, thought I, I can thought control, it was control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's not. But it's, I mean, it's control not. Control is power, is that not? But it's, but it, it's actually about willpower and like about the concept of like you can do it. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, but willpower well, okay, is the same as a. It's a. Power. It's a slippery but slope. Anorexia has then in common. I'm not saying you're anorexic. I'm just has, saying that. And that, now she said it. And now <laughs> she said it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've got a burrito on the way. So, oh, right. Performative I mean, <laughs> eating. Did you hear that? It's like when a celebrity's like, mm, I'll take the burger when she does an interview. She's like, I just can't stop eating burgers. Da, 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 da. I'm just going to cut the burrito up and spread it yeah, on my yeah. plate. You are my passion for life. We should introduce Ryan O'Connell for those who don't know. I mean, for and for those who do. Yeah. Here's your old friend, Ryan, Ryan O'Connell. O'Connell. <laughs> uh, Emmy-nominated actor. Writer. Were, you, were you nominated for the was the Emmy for the writing as well? Yeah. Well, okay, yeah so you've been nominated it. for Emmys before. No, I've only been well, no, just like one year I was nominated for a couple Emmys. Right. And then never again. Well, <laughs> so far. I mean right? well, it was, it, wasn't you. that twenty nineteen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It will probably happen again in the near future. But the acting thing was only a technicality because well, um, it's happening and now you're on Queer as Folk, so oh, it's right. beyond technicality. Right, right. No, but I mean um someone was uh disqualified. Oh, oh yeah, right, you. that year. Someone was yeah, disqualified. But still, then you were number six, so, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It felt good. And then I lost to Chris O'Dowd, who just seemed like such a fucking asshole. And he because <laughs> he came up stage, he came on stage, it was this weird short series he made with Rosamond Pike that I could tell that both of them were like, lol. Right. And they like Chris came on stage and he's like, uh, thanks, I guess. <laughs> and then just like laughed. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that wasn't televised, right? It was it like no, a special. No, no, it was like, like it was like the Creative Arts the Emmys. Creative Arts Emmys, yeah, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Emmys for non-models. <laughs> Still great. Thank you. Uh, our first Emmy nominee on the show. Oh. In any event, that's wow. not true. That's powerful. Oh, are you? Were you nominated for an Emmy? Gabby was. Oh, Gabby was nominated for an Emmy. Okay, yeah. oh my, so oh, well, the Erasure. Our Gabby's second. Erasure. Our second. <laughs> Emily, Gabby was Emily, nominated Emily. as an executive producer of Firefest or I mean, Fire, which I think she should have won. I loved Absolutely. that documentary. That was great. It was a tremendous documentary. Ryan is a writer. I guess, I mean, we can talk. We, yeah. Regular, I mean, a, he was a blogger turned screenwriter turned well, novelist. How, yeah, that, yeah, there's been a couple pivots. Yes. But I'm always a writer. First and, first <laughs> writer and foremost. First. Yes. A writer boy. Yes, I identify as a writer first. Just by looking at him is his novel, his debut yeah. novel. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it, Rich. Yeah, I, 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 I very much it. enjoyed it. It's like, oh, you know. Have you read it? No, it got oh, sent. Got it yeah, 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 it got yeah, sent to me last nice. night, and yeah, then yeah. I didn't see the email till this morning, and I was oh, like, yeah. "Oh, I can't." You'll like it. Can't it's read long. it. Yeah, I right. Think, yeah. Well, it's it's you know very breezy. It feels yeah. very much you like a summer book. Yeah, recorded right? the audiobook, right? Yeah, I did. I'll listen of to course. it. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. Listen. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, it's just like a horny gay disabled <laughs> beach read. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I know we have a lot of them, but here's another one. Right. <laughs> Add it to I the mean, pile. You know, we need an ever replenishing supply. I think. Totally, totally. I'm glad you liked it because obviously I've been big fans of your guys' writing for mm. a long well, time. Yeah. Thank back, you back for, from one D at a time and four four. Thank you for thank you sticking with us. Yeah. Of course. Are you kidding me? I'm obsessed. It's like weird to actually like love um, someone's work so much and then be with them. Well, <laughs> you're welcome to be with us whenever you want. But yeah. unfortunately, Ryan, well, not unfortunately. Unfortunately for us. What? Ryan lives in Los Angeles. Yeah. So. I do. I see Ryan when I go to Los Angeles, yeah. although not I since been COVID. I loved when you would come, though, every few months and you'd like rent a BMW. <laughs> 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 you were like Always really leaning it. Oh, yeah. You were like leaning into it. I was it. leaning into the expense account. Because the men yeah. were spending so advice. The men were spending so much more money than I was spending. It was very petty cash. Yes. <laughs> it was very petty cash. It was like, I need to, you know, let's get some boots. Let's yeah. get some boots. <laughs> you should, if, uh, Dana Brown in, in his book uh-huh. uh, about working at Vanity Fair, Dilettante, 
talks about as a whole huge section on the petty cash economy at Condé Nast and oh. like you know they would if they were in a they they all they were always spending the petty cash and had to find ways to get back the receipts and so if they were in a cab and and they hadn't pulled off the receipt they'd be like give me those but yeah. you couldn't write off those cabs so in theory he thought uh you know one in a row they think they'd be like that's obvious so like you know you would have your cab receipts and i'd have mine and you could switch them off mm-hmm. and there's like a whole i'm thing. way not smart enough to do any of that it was that, crazy how some, yeah. editorial people seem to become like many accountants I, I know, all of a sudden. Yeah, mathematicians who knows well i guess they have another career if they ever get found out <laughs> well now they are it's in the book <laughs> So, petty cash is, is from a long time ago, though. There's no petty cash anymore. There's yeah, all, oh, really? No no petty cash? Yeah, there's Wait, like, really? yeah, there's P cards, which like are like uh-huh. production cards. Uh-huh. They'll right. give you like a, like, a, like a card that already has like a, like an American Express that has like $500 on okay. it. And then okay. you use that. And then it's per diem. I've yeah. gotten per diem. Per diem's glam. Sure. Per well, diem is per, great. Does per diem come in cash still? Yeah. For you? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, I always got pretty much cash when I went to VH1. Oh, I always got yeah. ACH. Yeah, yeah, they give they, you a, an envelope. An envelope of cash. I know, it's like sinful. It's totally. like, okay, we did something bad. Like my my I'm going to start handing it to children or something. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, you just made this weird by handing me an envelope I actually decided at one point, I was like, I don't give my nieces and nephews money. You know? I should do that. Yeah. Like my, oh, yeah, I had older money. relatives who always who loved me, it. Give you cash. I gave. So I was like, fine. This is starting now. Every time I come down, I'll give them twenty bucks each. And I gave it to them, and they were kind of like, mm-hmm. and I oh, was like, they don't like know what to do with cash. Yeah, You'd have to Venmo exactly. them. Exactly. Oh, they just like they, know know they just had oh, it like right. lying around, and I was like, okay, I'm taking this back. And that was a failed experiment. I'll keep my money to myself. You took the money back. Yeah, I took the money back. <laughs> they, they, did, they, they just left it lying around. <laughs> now this is a lesson. Exactly. I they never missed it. No one mentioned it again. Well, my mother like was like, just take it back. <laughs> the thing is though, is that I don't not want to talk about the book oh so <laughs> sure yeah. i don't want to like get off you know no, I don't no, want to, no. like, so Our good segue off. that you should use is speaking of that speaking of that in just by looking at him the debut novel from ryan o'connell 35 year old gay tv writer with cp who has struggled with alcohol and grew up in ventura county <laughs> is the protagonist of this book his name is elliot not ryan but i'm curious as to how how is he different than you? Well, people ask this question a lot, and I totally get it. I <laughs> totally get it. Okay. Um, here's the thing. Emotionally, it's very autobiographical mm-hmm. in the sense that uh, all the things he's feeling and thinking about being disabled in this troll, ableist society, like I have experienced and I definitely deeply feel. The actual story itself right. and how it unfolds, like I have not fallen in love with a sex worker and gotten to a weird psychosexual threesome with my boyfriend unwilling, unknowingly and yeah. blown up my relationship. Right. You know, obviously life is long. You never know. Right. But, um, yeah, maybe yeah. you're sealing your fate with this. Right. Totally, totally, totally. So that, the, the actual story is, um, sure. yeah, it's fiction, but the emotions, they're very real. And I, right. and I felt almost freer doing fiction. Like my mm. first book is such a piece of trash and like, I, I really hate it. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, because I, yeah, because I got it when I was twenty six and I just didn't know how to write. Quite, quite frankly, it's, I just that's didn't. very young to be writing a yeah, book for and, sure. And I was all voice, and I just you've didn't. always been very prolific. Like you've been writing, you've gotten a lot of yeah, a lot of words in. Yeah, I got a lot of words, <laughs> in and then you know they're not all good. I mean, like I, I mean, same. Yeah, I, I wish I could delete most yeah, of. Yeah. Oh my I've god, written. there's a lot. Of, I those things. I think about in the shower and get embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. So I have there's those, stuff that like that lives online. Through. Well, I think you guys can all relate to this then because it's like I I'm very voicey and as you guys are as well. And I feel like I was voicey, but I didn't actually have like style or structure. The prose wasn't where it needed to be. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So I could skate by by my voice and be funny because I knew how to do that. Right. But I didn't know how to actually just like write. You know what I mean in the in a like in a way that structured felt, and yeah kind of exactly like and like had style and but, but like actually like a rhythm to it yeah yeah you know and I feel like um this was sort of a redo on my yeah and like when I'm 26 get offered a book deal of course you say yes but of I was course. like honey like she wasn't ready for that <laughs> you know it led to your show and yeah, so like no, I mean so obviously like, hashtag blessed yeah of yes. course but like w- w- that first book is just so embarrassing and so hopefully this will just be like 
a redo. Yes. Well, yeah. your debut novel, you can emphasize that debut novel because yeah. some people think novel means book. You know, people who yeah. don't read books are yeah. always like they'll call novel. I yeah. can always and tell we light you don't a read for them. We like we do. For them. We but do. those people that they for they don't they have no idea this yeah. is your debut. I have to I have to ask people if they read or not because a lot of them don't, especially in L.A. Uh huh. Right. Know, the yeah. Room, the this rooms must are be hard. Yeah. Yeah. People read scripts. They do. It's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you know what I was thinking, though, is that Stephen King does that same thing. Uh-huh. Like, there's always a protagonist in his books and his in his novels that <laughs> um, is like a writer from New England. Right. Sure. He puts yeah, his elements of, of himself in it yeah. all the time. But it, he's like, obviously not like fighting a mad dog or like right. you know having like an evil well, car. I, I feel like I have a bee in my bonnet a little bit because it's like. There are some people that are like, oh, this is like some like special just because there's a gay disabled like protagonist. And I'm just like, Sally fucking Rooney writes the same Mm. fucking Mm -hmm. book every fucking year about, you know, Irish people, Irish people who don't know how to have a like talk, communicate their emotions. That literally is like it's almost like one of those like sitcoms from the 70s that are like, wow, this could have all been solved if someone just asked this simple question. Yes. And it's like, literally, that's her book. It's like, literally, if any of them just knew how to talk, (laughs) this would all be solved. That's how I felt about Amelie. Amelie drove this drove me crazy because I was like, just say it. Just make a choice, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I really relate to as an Irish Catholic. Catholic mm. woman mm. I relate because no one talks about their feelings people are completely impervious to mm. therapy they're right. like just there's no penetrating that and so you know that's kind of the way it goes but yeah. I read normal people first and then I and I was like okay slay and then I went to the next one conversations with friends which is our first book mm. and I was like lol this mm. is literally the same book yeah. like and then I read half of her third one and I was like the same this again. is the same. Does it? Book. Good, but they're. I would say they're elevated beach reads. Well, by the way, they they're, are. They are. They're like the thinking person's beach, beach read. read. Yeah. But but what I'll say about this. By the way, this is me not even dragging her because I mean, it sounds like you're coming I mean, for Sally. Okay. Really, no, because here's the deal. Like Sophia, <laughs> Sophia Coppola like examines malaise. Like Noah Baumbach does. Like basically, like people do kind of variations on a theme, and they do it over and over again. And I feel like. When you're, I'm going to sound so liberal art school for a second. Sorry, but I feel like when you're like a marginalized person whose perspective is rarely seen, it's mm-hmm. like if you do something, if you, if it's, God forbid, there's two materials from a gay disabled person, two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Right, it's, right. Almost, it's almost like we gave you your, your slot. You did your thing. Okay. Yeah. Bye now. Yeah, bye. Yeah, yeah. And then, but a, like a woman or a man can write in any shortage of material. No one's like, oh, this again. You know right. what I mean? I don't know. They're basically, they're allowed to take up as much space creatively as they want. Yes. And you know what I mean? Yeah. I do know what you mean. And uh, Woody Allen is a great example of somebody who's allowed to be like kind of like white and Jewish a lot, just doing yeah. tread and water. It is funny, though, that in your acknowledgments, you thank everyone at Atria for getting behind this weird sex and limp filled <laughs> novel and treating it like treating it like it's going to be the new Sally Rooney. It probs won't be. Sorry. Yeah. Sounds to me like you've changed since wow. then and you're coming no, for Sally no, Rooney's no. wig. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I they they just like put some muscle behind this in a way that I'm like, okay, I don't know, because it's so specific. Right. And apparently, again, there's a huge audience for Irish people who can't communicate their feelings. Yes. <laughs> I'm blown away by how many, how many care and want to see. You know, I want to see, I, I want to see the new one, the the adaptation just for Jemima Kirk. I think I'll just like fast forward and watch her scene. Uh-huh. Yeah, I never watched the, I any yeah, of the watch, I've never I read any of them either, by the way. I'm completely, why. yeah. It's I'm, all just hot people. Like thing is, is yeah. like in the books, they're like, some of them are like homely vibes. You know what I mean? And right, so right, like, right. Sure. Like, so that's, so, yeah, that's real. Interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. <laughs> when you're not hot, right. that's interesting. Yeah, that's, a, that's an experience. That's a mood. When you're not hot, that's literary. <laughs> not really when you're not hot. Okay, just going in a book. Yeah, right. going in a book. You got a face for a novel. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, a face only a novel could love. Um, <laughs> no, so, you know, but then in the, because Hollywood is so spineless and, like, only cares about pretty people, of course, they just hire models to play these, like, you know, bookish, shy people. Yes. And it's like, I'm sorry, if you're hot, if you're looking like, I forget the woman who played Daisy something and then Paul Mescal, they, they would just... Fuck. They're like, hi, you're yeah. a t- you're a ten. I'm a ten. Let's be twenty. 
You know what I mean? Like yes. That would, that would be the... Like, 100%. The yeah, there wouldn't be... It what, wouldn't be cause, like, cause it's a lot me? of like you know uh, is that what it is it's like who me and know, like kind of like mincing like, around the also another me. irish story about like a homely girl that like a popular guy gets into circle of friends mm, exactly totally. i look like a rhinoceros <laughs> <laughs> but yeah their ugly girl was mini driver right exactly like, oh, wait, definitely not ugly she did lose <laughs> a lot of weight after that movie though she and it you right. know what? it never looked right in her face her, it always, her face it was always, always looked like, kind of yeah, weird you're, you know really? you're the circle of friends yeah, wow. her face always looked gigantic to me after that. I was like, "You're not supposed to have. You're not. You're not supposed to be that hungry." People dragged me to see that in in high school, and oh, I did I not appreciate loved that at it. all. And I, was I like, loved yeah, the what? book. My mom's friend gave Maeve it to me. Bin- is it Maeve Binchy? Yeah, Maeve wow. Binchy. My mom's friend gave it to me as a gift for high school with a Mont Blanc. Uh, I mean, for when I graduated from high school with a Mont Blanc pen, and I thought uh. that was so fucking classy. Putting me in class. What do you do? Yeah. I don't even know about Circle of Friends. I feel like I have a complete gap in my knowledge. Well, I think you're a little young for it. Oh my God, thank you. I thought and... you would never say that. Thank you so much. I really just led you into that, didn't I, Rich? Well, you're like, uh, you said you wrote your first book when you were 25. So you're like, what, 2019 at this point? I'm 20, you're counting backwards. I'm 2019. Right, it's 2019. <laughs> I mean. Um, no, I'm 35, like Elliot, the character who's not me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, the relationship that he has with his dad is very open. Yeah. Is that how close to your relationship with your dad is that? Pretty close. My dad was um furious when he wasn't featured in my TV show. Okay. Was, oh. So he was like, when what he's like, this erasure, you just completely like like he had, this character has no dad. <laughs> And I was like, sorry, babe, this is like my time to terrorize mom. And then, um, and then for the book, I was like, well, you'll get your due. Yes. Um, he's very much like that. I mean, he's a little bit stranger IRL. He's a little weird. Um, but we were always pretty open. And I think in the book, I talk about how when I came out, uh, I did ask my dad, do I have to wear condoms? Because I really don't want to. <laughs> Because like who does? Right, yeah. sure, yeah, yeah. We, we did once, and I was like, not for me, right? Um, and yeah, yeah. So then I, I, I like, I was like, dad, because um, he was also in his like post-divorce come spring, uh, and he was getting all kinds of STDs, which he would openly talk to us about. Yeah, that's see, that's that's uncommon, you know, to hear be hearing about yeah, that from your dad. It's medium rare, yeah. Yes. But, but here's the thing, and this is real. My dad doesn't have any friends, so. <laughs> Oh, I think I became that person for yeah. him. Uh, I think that's cool to and not I mean, in an Amy Poehler way, not in a not in a. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. You know what I mean? Yes. No, it just seems very like open and honest. And uh... yeah, so he told me I didn't have to wear condoms, but he said that I should start just to to you know have safe practices. <laughs> So I get it in my brain. <laughs> I used to think I would die of AIDS if I didn't wear a condom. I was so. Oh, really? The, oh, my God. Like growing up in the 90s, uh-huh. it, the, it was, I mean, propaganda, but for a good purpose. And yeah, it like course. really drove the, the. I mean, who can forget the Rosie O'Donnell AIDS episode in Beverly Hills 90210? I guess you Rosie can. Rosie O'Donnell? Yeah. No. Rosie yeah. O'Donnell's on 90210. For one episode. Yeah. When? Uh, I'm a huge Rosie fan. There was an AIDS episode of 90210. It was about. Donna not wanting to have sex and they went to a show that was like hosted by Rosie O'Donnell. I think Rosie O'Donnell was playing herself, but I'm not oh, quite sure. You know what? I should revisit 90210. You should. From the it's beginning. Weird. I feel like I haven't ever revisited it. You know, I worked on the reboot for like six weeks. <gasps> and then so what was that like? It was crazy because Tori Spelling, what's she like? Um she is interesting. Okay. I mean, I mean, she, I really that like, that sounds very diplomatic. No, I mean, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Okay. So the time that I spent on it was actually really strange. Cause I was a diehard 90210 head, like die hard. Okay. I watched it with my kindergarten teacher when I was like four, like I would, yeah, like when it was weird, I know. <laughs> anyway, um, don't worry. She didn't touch me. Okay. <laughs> I actually wasn't thinking that, but I'm glad that yeah. we've made Clear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I, you got it these days, I guess. You got it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but basically, so it was a huge deal. And the first like month and a half, I, you know, it was just getting to know the cast and getting to know their stories. And it was so, they were so interesting. And, you know, 
they were like workhorses. They filmed like 28 episodes a season. Like right. the, the episode orders back then were insane. Yeah. Hour long like, episodes. Yeah. For like 26 episodes, like yeah. first season. Wow. Because they would do the summer episodes too. Yeah. So they had no time off. And obviously I hope they were just rich as fuck, but like they had no lives. Yeah. They were so young. There was no language around like safe workplace or like, like, you know, yeah. safe working conditions or yeah. like whatever, like none of that. Yeah. So, you know, I think they all kind of went through it in their own ways, but I really like to, uh, I really like Jenny Garth. I think okay. she's, she's my fave. Really? Yeah. She's just kind of like a dry, no nonsense huh. kind of girl. Yeah. She's just, she's cool. She's, she, she can hang. It, does she seem like Republican to you? No, not at okay. all. Good, good, good. Absolutely not. All right. Uh, the furthest from Republican. She was cool. I was like, I would hang out with you. Like I would have lunch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I've always been fascinated by Tori Spelling in her life and I she's wish strange. that she still had a fucking reality yeah. show. She should have a reality show. She should I'm sure always, she agrees she with has that. Reality, <laughs> First of all, she has a reality show. She has 80 of them. What are you talking right about? Does she she just doesn't have, have one, one right oh, now. now. Yeah, she doesn't right have one right this second. Yeah, yeah right no, she it. should be on there. She yeah. should have a camera pointed at her. She's the, my right mom now. in June. I need She's to kooky. always know kind of what's up. You know, need to check in. You need to check in. I read all her books. Yeah, like yeah, they all have they all have puns. And they were all very. They know how to get me. They know how to get me. No notorious. I remember I was storytelling. You know, storytelling is the best one. Storytelling is fantastic. It's the first one, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's incredible. I remember like going to Book Soup to get it the day it came out, and they're like, "We're sold out," and I'm like, "I hate living in LA." <laughs> I'm like, only in LA would literally the, this just be flying off the show. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's probably true. Can't keep these copies down. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard because she grew up rich, and then she was rich for 10 years on 90210. Then she gets like plopped out of there at 28, 29. Mm -hmm. And she's like, mm. and her mom is too tough with her. Like, her mom is like, oh, well, you. You shouldn't hard you candy. Can't have this much. She's yeah. hard candy. Hard candy. Hard candy. She really is. By the way, that's going to be the name of that's, <laughs> Is that not the name of her book? No, but it, it should be, be the name of her book. Be. Or the unauthorized. Yeah. Or it could be the unauthorized. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so safe to pun with you guys. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's not always a safe space. No, no, really sure. Well, guys. I mean, I read your book, so I know yeah. what to expect. You know. yep, yep, yep. I love It's my other disability. No, it's a gift. It's a gift. No, it's bad. It is a gift. You can't pun and have CP. It's just too much I'm, you're doing it <laughs> she actually went to the she went to the premiere of special and because because i was working on on 90210 when it was happening uh -huh. oh. oh my god i also remember i didn't know like what things were so i remember i just like went straight from the writer's room like looking like truly like death warmed over twice and like i went to the, and then there was like a red carpet and i was like what and i had like shorts on and my hair was all fucked up <laughs> She's changed. <laughs> She's changed. Um, that's, that's cute and endearing. I feel like I saw those pictures. Yeah, maybe. I'm yeah. trying to get them scrapped. Um, no. <laughs> but no, she, you she's, you cute. know, eccentric. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that girl? Where is she going? Oh, Where is she coming from? Where is she coming from? <laughs> I mean, the writer's room. You had a good excuse. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I heard that she left early. <laughs> uh. Well, you know, maybe she had to go. Jenny to the stayed the whole time. Uh, one Who stayed? Jenny. Oh, okay. She's see? a queen. We yeah. stand. Brian went to see Fisher Spooner play, okay, and Madonna was sitting next to him, <gasps> and she left in the middle. Oh. And, and Casey from the stage, after he didn't see her leaving, but he noticed that she was gone at a point. And he was like, "Where did she go?" <gasps> Wait, is this is this current Madonna? Uh, I believe so. If, if Brian were in New York, it's post two thousand and four. It was definitely like a later Fisher Spooner thing, but not so late. Wow. It wasn't. Yeah, her. She's it's late enough for Madonna to be into it. it late and late. Yeah, exactly. She's and and late enough be. that she felt comfortable leaving during the middle too. So positioning <laughs> it around that. Have you, have you been? Keeping up with Madonna? You know, I try not to, but you know, it's some of it's non-consensual. You know, you have sure. to you have to see what you have you're, to see. You're living in the world. What do you yeah. think is going on with her? Um, I think a lot of things. I think um, aging is a bitch for celebrities, mm -hmm. particularly women. Mm, totally. So, uh, and I think that she, you know. It's a really scary thing, and I see it happen all the time, which is that people whose fingers were finger was on the pulse is mm -hmm. no longer yeah. on the pulse whatsoever. Totally. I always say if you live in the canyon for too long, you lose reception. Yeah. And I think... And it happens to everybody, it basically. It does. Well, hello. Uh, enter and what? 
What? If you live in the canyon too long, you don't have reception. Which is yeah. why I'll never live in the canyon. There you um, go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that easy. Um, no, but because and just like that is a perfect model of that. And just like that was written by aliens. And by aliens, I mean just rich people in their mid fifties. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. I have yeah. no right. idea about about podcasts even or and how they work. We literally yeah. have not like left the canyon. Have not left, who probably go to Ralph's for fun. You right. know what I mean? Or just like, whoa, this is crazy. Okay. <laughs> um, like go off. And yeah, it's so basically I think Madonna, she really was incredible and she really was such a trendsetter. And now she's like grasping at Coke straws and it's, it's sad. I think, I think they're uh, opiate straws, but, yeah. but oh, agreed. You, well, yeah. she said, did you see He's the like, clip of her saying, I like opiates? Something's it's on tonight going show. on. She said, I like opiates. Like, like that was the, Yeah. He asked her, he asked her in the context, like, yeah. do you drink? Like, what do you go home? Do you have a drink? And she said, no, I don't like alcohol. And then she takes a few beats and she goes, I like opiates. I mean, and he's like, ha, 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 She was like that. trying to be like provocative. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's it. They, yeah. There's no follow up. It's just, that's the Why punchline, but it's not a punchline. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Why wouldn't you revisit that insane I mean, answer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, opiates? Yeah. Uh, which ones? Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Percocet? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved Percocet. I was addicted to that for a couple years. Were wow. You? Oh, really? yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me and me and Kat Marnell are the same dealer. Isn't that so glad? I mean, you and who? Isn't that's, that Kat Marnell. We have the I same would dealer. Put that in my isn't that bio. Time capsule? Isn't, yeah. that, totally. isn't that such a timestamp of the addiction? Wow. It's like truly. Yeah, and it was like this sweet that was guy. Age. Yeah, he was really sweet. He made me like listen to him recite his poetry, which oh. was like <laughs> hard, but incredible. Wow. Hard, but I was also like. If you give me that, I'll do literally whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a trade. And you are a star. (laughs) I will carry you for hours and hours. Yeah. So tell me, the book contains a lot of graphic sex depictions. They're gay sex. You talk about specific disabled sex issues, Mm -hmm. uh, a topping anxiety, and also just mechanical difficulty yes which i assume is pulled from your life as well sort of i can i can fuck more than elliot can okay all right that's that's interesting that's interesting well i mean because i doesn't like i think in certain positions elliot feels really really uncomfortable yeah whereas like i don't find that to be the case yeah maybe i haven't met every position well i mean mean, but i do have topic i feel like all you need is a few you don't i know i I mean who wants a yeah theater like a like uh, movements like Sutra. act yeah. three come on night, what, night. you know night night yeah um like, i don't i don't you don't got we got that. some prestige tv to watch exactly come on, sandwiches come on. to make yeah come on <laughs> um no so yeah but, but uh, topping anxiety i totally relate to yeah, yeah sure i mean and, it's inevitable i think yeah i'm just like i and i think a lot of people experience it i mean i think also just being gay in general regardless of disability i think is a mind fuck because we were so hypersexualized. The very like the small representation we did get, we sure. were like fucking like rabbits, right? And or not. I mean, there's yeah. a whole right like, sexless gay. Yeah. Like it kind of was the two poles, yeah. right? Yes, it was very Madonna or the whore. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was very like I'm either a Kendall or I'm literally like fucking every hole. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's like and dying from it. Yeah, I saw a lot of that. Being punished for that. Yeah, of course. And what if you're just in the middle? Right. Um, Right. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Most people are. Most people are. Yeah. But so I, I think that it's it's very a relatable thing that I don't think a lot of people talk about. I also think gay sex in general isn't really discussed or shown as much as it should be. Right. Of course. It's all. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my muse. I like wanted had do gay sex forever <laughs> right well, and you will that's okay, that's right, the trade-off you know. of being so gay true. yeah i mean i i really think and you know I, i'm sure some life experience would correct me but this is generalization but basically if you live in an urban area mm-hmm. you can always find someone to have gay sex with you yeah it, it, no matter how old or what's going on someone will do it if you say if you go into the right crowd it's you very know? easy but i know that's true but i didn't feel that way for of a long course time. of so, course so it's something that you discover well and i and i have a lot of regret because when i lived in new york i did not hook up with anybody oh really and was, wow, yeah really? And I was, well yeah and i was largely celibate and yeah. that did a number on me honey right i don't huh. i don't believe in regrets like truly like what a waste of time but if there is one thing I do regret, like I would have loved to have like slapped 
24-year-old me and been like, get a dick in your ass ASAP because this is going to cause problems in your 30s, baby. Right, right. Like, you're going to have aftershocks. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this is reverberation. Yes. Like, and, and so I, I feel like at 35, like, it's like I'm just coming into my own for the first time mm-hmm. and feeling Yeah, I like, felt similarly. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And then being able to do that because I have a long-term boyfriend who I'm obsessed with and who I love. We've been together for seven and a half years. Right. And so being able to, like, also explore that part of myself while also with my boyfriend is, like, truly incredible. Like, right. being gay, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan's part of a power couple in LA. <laughs> <laughs> His boyfriend, Jonathan yeah. Parks. Ramage? Ramage. Ramage, like damage. Oh, I thought it was Rampage. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, that's how I read it in my head. Yeah. But yeah. I love Jonathan. He, he had oh, a debut so novel come Last out. Last summer. Yes, Daddy. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that was his summer. Exactly. Here's yours. <laughs> well, I also had special come out last summer, so it's actually both our summers. Okay. <laughs> and, now it's ju- and now it's just your summer. And now it's just my right. summer. <laughs> um, no. Uh, but his, yeah. his, his novel got optioned. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, um, it's at Amazon right now, and uh, we're about hear or he's about to hear uh if it gets picked up oh cool series. all right so, cool fingers yeah, crossed it's incredible. Exciting. have you it's seen incredible. any of it or you no okay. i mean they're just writing the scripts now okay i see i see, I see. So, okay, yeah yeah great. but yeah it's exciting because Stephen dunn who show runs queer spoke is also doing that right so right. it's a whole family affair oh wow we love we stand yeah it's good right well, there's actually a line in the book the line about numerology I thought was hilarious. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, right, because there was a numerologist that came into my life right when I moved to L.A. that said, if I don't change my name professionally, my so my full name is Ryan Daniel O'Connell. I never go by it because why would I? And she was like, if you don't go by Ryan Daniel O'Connell, your life is going to be really hard and no. you're, you're not going to achieve any success. Oh, thank God. And well, I was way like, to show her up. I know. And I was like, okay. Hey, I wonder if she knows. I love that you tested it. Yeah. And you well, proved I, her I, wrong. You had posters of Scam. you. There were there were like billboards of you in LA. I hope she saw for one. Special. I, I hope she saw one. I hope so. Well, I, I hope I, so too. First of all, I have, a, I have a problem with authority. I really do. And I don't like being told what to do. <laughs> in any context. <laughs> mm, I feel that way. Yeah, I don't. So when she suggested I do that, I was like, no. And then I You railed. I, I absolutely was like, this is, you're, you're unwell. Like truly, I'm like, I'm scared for you. I'm scared for your numbers. And um, I would run into her a few times afterwards and she was like, she would seriously be like, have you done it yet? And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, I know. Followed up. Yeah, no. Circled wow. back. And then she'd be like, I'm worried about you. And I'm like. All right. So she knows. If, she, mean, if you're I, encountering her again, she's aware. I guess. She's, I hope she feels wrong but that's the fun part about la is you just run into people who tell you to change your name or else something bad's gonna happen to you (laughs) and that's the culture that's the culture i live in and i I celebrate that that's it's also kind of like the internet as well you know yeah of course of course it's like yeah (laughs) it's kind of everyone has ideas you know (laughs) about how you should be yeah absolutely i got off twitter it was the best thing i ever did yeah are you totally off twitter oh yeah well i follow like 12 people Mm. because there's only like i like when people use twitter as like their personal diary like Mm -hmm. kat Murnell. Mm -hmm. like literally she's just like today's a new day like barry's boot camp yes yeah no i love the barry's boot camp stuff i'm loving and she goes like you know she's like i'm gliding through the night you know what i mean it's like great i love that but like so like people who actually are like using it as their diary and there's like a lot of like kind yeah. of horny gays there yeah, that are like funny and smart but like I don't know what they do. Right, right. But they're just like they <laughs> that's, like <laughs> that's definitely a type of person. Yeah, but they're like actually lol and smart. Sure. They all live here, of right. course. Yeah, yeah. It's so frustrating. I'm really into older guys that, that I really like someone mm-hmm. who's like 50. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm looking for like, I want someone who like puts the hoe in hospice. Like right. they have like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 50? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So 50, I mean like so near 35 year old. 50 right. near death. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, um, I like, I just love a dad. Yeah. I'm just obsessed with them. And I yeah. feel like it gets more and more intense as I get older. Like Chris Maloney, Andy Cohen. It, it, it behooves you to feel that. It behooves yeah. your taste to change because then yes. you're like sexually attracted to kind of like what's around and available you know yeah, yeah i don't i don't know how people like just stay fixed my my taste totally changed i mean like back in the day i wouldn't have dreamed of having sex with a 40 year old when i was in my 20s and yeah, yeah I now it's really mostly crave... what i do yeah. well not mostly i think but often i i don't know if that yeah i mean i i feel like it's taken on a new life you know and yeah i'm really like 50 is i mean 
I feel like I keep seeing gay men who are like 58 who have better bodies than me and it's really it's frustrating. It's a thing and and they're it's always really crazy. It'll be really interesting to see what happens to this generation too which is still pretty visible in certain public spaces and I think it's only going to become more so with like people around our age as well yeah. where there will be like fucking like old dude parties. Yeah. That mm -hmm. because the because the industry will be able to support right. that We're and there'll be a longer. demand for it and those guys guys of that generation will have money and be able to do and it. And their bodies you know? are insane. They, it's, it ain't right. Yeah. It's yeah. not fair. I, every time I've been to Palm Springs. That's what, that's what I'm talking. I was at yes. Palm Springs the other week and I was with these two lovely men. Like muscle it daddy. Was, they were like 58. Older. And it yeah. was like literally like a banging Jacked. bod. I'm like, Howard yeah. Stern, banging bod. It's like, but it's no, terrible. but for real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Howard is like, honestly, Howard's like, and I love him so much. Sure, and, I, and, I, and I say bang and bot a lot. I'm yeah. like, that is Howard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, really we should wrap up. Okay. Well, no, let me ask one more question about the book. Okay. I wonder how much you thought about, um, or what you think about now, uh, portraying disability with humor, because it seems like mm. when you're writing for a, a, an audience that is not disabled, as mm -hmm. you, you have a wide audience, yeah. you know? Uh, despite what it, one in four people identify as disabled, is that, mm -hmm. is that the yeah. statistic? Mm -hmm. It's a lot of people. It's a a lot. really underserved. And but, guess what? If you age long enough, you'll be disabled too. Hundred uh, <laughs> percent. Yeah, <which laughs> totally. Is really why people are uncomfortable and why we don't get any recognition. Anyways, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's. I think that's a great, great point. Um, you, but you talk about it with humor. Yeah. And so I wonder, like, what you think about, like, how to walk the line, or if it's just a gut thing, maybe between, you know, uh, wanting to like invite people to laugh along mm -hmm. versus you know laugh at yeah i don't i don't know if i ever think about that yeah. i've just been like i've just been naturally like <laughs> i was gonna say i've just been naturally funny since on record i mean but here's the thing like i understand that that it's its own superpower because i, I mean really if you like strip me down i'm like a very like frustrated angry person sometimes about things but i and i troll people 24 7 but but i do it through the law lens mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's like covering the vegetables and sugar mm -hmm. the sh the laws are the sugar so i'm very aware of what i'm able to achieve by being funny yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm course. able to get into doors and get into spaces that i probably wouldn't because like you know people don't know that i'm like eviscerating them while they're like like you know they're just oh that was a funny joke you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so it feels like a kind of superpower in a way and i feel really grateful but yeah i don't ever think about like necessarily like oh i'm gonna be you know serious here i don't want to be too funny here or whatever i mean i do think that like people are so skittish around disability that you know I think humor relaxes them. Yeah. I feel like they're like always like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And it's like by giving, by giving them permission to laugh, I think they're like immediately soothed. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I mean, I don't know. I mean, people are funny. So, and, 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 and people's, I <laughs> Not mean, that many. I wish, I wish more were, I swear to God. Like as a like, concept though, yeah. people, people oh, are sure, funny, sure, 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 you yeah, know, yeah, like funny. Yeah. yeah like, in concept. Yeah, yeah. And so I just feel like, you know, why would you deprive, uh, if we talk about humanity in humorous terms so much of the time, disabled people are people. So why wouldn't that story be funny as well? Yeah. Because Absolutely. like life is funny. Yeah. You know? Oh, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's just how I metabolize things. Like even a few weeks ago, I was waiting outside of Walgreens while Jonathan went to go get something and a woman just comes up to me and goes like, what's wrong with you? Which happens like, Oh my God. It happens a lot. Okay. Like, not a ton. Trust me. I'm not, I, you know, I, can I just say something or f finish your story, but I, I want to speak to that. Okay. Like but Tracy's like, I, I've done I do that. <laughs> I did that to, I did that to like, Ryan. I just went up to someone in a wheelchair. No, I did it to you. Oh, when? Like, all right. We were the, the first time we ever you met. clear the air? The first time we have ever met, we were at a party at Dodai's house. And, oh, I remember that. Oh my and god! And I was wasted, and I, we were I sitting the too. whole time, and we yeah. just like we literally sat and talked for hours. It was hours. so fun. I remember that. Yes, oh. and then but so I I did never had seen you move before, right? And or I didn't walk. write about my CP either. Yeah, I had no idea. And then so you got up, and we were like walking to share a cab back to Brooklyn, and then I was like, "What happened to your leg?" And I don't remember that. Oh, well, you were pretty drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I was like. <laughs> And I was like, what happened to your leg? And I was like, just, you know, like I can be oh, pretty like I, blunt. What did I say? Because I didn't talk about it then. I you really didn't. 
I think you said you said I, I had gotten an act. Yes, yes. I was such a liar, such a scammer. <laughs> well, I and, was. Then, and then I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, but like, why? But like, how? Like, what? What happened? And <laughs> I thought it was like, yeah, no, I feel like I, I never really like understood. But you did get into an accident. I did. That was true. That was true. But you just and put, it was kind of serious. put all it was right. Yeah, not, yeah. It was a you have a scar accident. in your leg, right? No, the, no, the scar here. Oh, okay. So interesting. But yeah, so I said that. So then the next day, Katie Baker, oh, who yeah, uh-huh. worked at Jezebel, yes. she was like, "Hey, so um, Ryan has cerebral palsy." And you asked him what was wrong with him. And was, I was she there like, that night? I don't remember. She was. Okay, we so all left heard. together. And I was like, oh my God. Oh. I felt oh, so no. awful. But see, but see, like, don't. I mean, like, the thing is, is like, it's all fine. Like, it's all, like, it's it's all good. I mean, mm. I was so uncomfortable back then. I was so uncomfortable. I mean, I remember, like, you know, Carly Scortino. Yes. Slut-o- yeah. Um, slut over. Yeah, slut over. Um, I love her. She's Did a show on Viceland. Yeah. yeah. She read She's a writer. She was one of the people that you yeah, consulted. And yeah. Sent She's one of my suit. best friends. Yep. 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 Um, and she, one of the, the first time we ever hung out was she, I met her at a vice party, LOL in mm. like 2010. And, uh, and then I think she knew something was up <laughs> and she reached out to me about writing a, like interviewing me about my disability. And I was like, whenever that happened, cause there'd be a few moments where people would be able to like discern what was going on. Otherwise people would be like, Oh, hit by a car. That makes sense. But I, I think she had dated someone who was disabled. Mm. So she was like clued in and, um, she came over to my house and I, she interviewed me about it. And it was the first time I'd ever talked about it. And I remember I made her post it anonymously. And, mm. and Katie was like, Katie actually Hello. emailed me being like, is this you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but I mean, I must have talked to, I mean, it's just so funny hearing those things because I think I, I repressed so much of it. I really did. And like, I, I don't like, you probably said that I probably panicked and swatted away and never thought about it ever again. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And it's, but it's, it's so interesting hearing those things. Cause I'm like, Oh, that probably happened to me more than I realized because I also, I, I don't know. It's like weird, like being with Jonathan, like Jonathan sees how people interact with me sometimes mm-hmm. and is like shocked. And like, I just don't even, it doesn't even compute with me, but, but it's so weird because it's like, I, I, I kept this disability diaries for vice where it was while I was writing the first season of special. And I felt myself really blocked in terms of getting into the disability stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to come up with the genius idea of of talking about every microaggression I experienced every day as a disabled person. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly unwell. <laughs> anyway, I started doing it. And it was at first this revelatory exercise. And I was like, my mind was cracked open. I was like, wow, this is a huge deal. And people are crazy. And I, this is so, everyone's so ableist and whatever. I didn't realize this. And it was so, I was like, wow, okay. And so then, writing about it got that out. Yeah, but you then, could see it from a different perspective. But then I had an anxiety attack that like lasted for like five months. Mm. This was like the darkest time of my life. Like I would truly get hit by a car, like gladly any day, rather than go through this again. Where basically like my life just became through the lens of my disability and my trauma, and I began to fixate on it and obsess over it, and it just like it made me go insane. And it's really it just kind of speaks to this like larger thing I think that goes on right now which is like people really obsessed with kind of unpacking their trauma Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's interesting because you know I wasn't ready to talk about my disability so when I first started getting noticed for my writing it was just for being like gay and lol and that was like the first two years or whatever and then I came out about ACP through my book and part of my part of I'm I feel in a weird way, as horrible as it was to be caused by disability, I feel lucky that I was able to just be me and not my identity, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Not not that identity. I definitely was gay. But um I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I think I think there's a weird I think like the internet has like turned us into like holograms of our suffering and everyone's like sanded down to their identity. And mm-hmm. by the way, I this is not me blaming anyone. I think like our capital society like basically like tells us at this point, like who are you? What's your brand? Pick your lane. You're disabled. Great. Okay. Everything in your feed is about being disabled. So talk about that and you'll be, you'll be a resource that for disabled, like for disabled information. And that's who you are. You will be to your disability. And it's like, it's just a really, I feel like a sadness because I think about doing the disability diaries and how my life became consumed with how I was treated and perceived. 
and it re- and it was empowering until it was absolutely destructive. Because mm-hmm. you were just kind of marinating in oh it. Oh my mm-hmm. god, just living in that space, and that's not healthy. Yeah. And and it's like I feel a sense of sadness because I think now more than ever, it's like people are not allowed to be their most complex, nuanced selves because they're mm-hmm. sort of selling a part of their identity in a way to yeah. like gain traction or whatever. And again, I, because they feel like they have to, and maybe they do or something. I don't know. I think you should be the nuance you want to see in the world. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, it's like, I don't think about like, yeah, I think about posting things. It's like, I don't, sometimes CP has a starring role in my life. Sometimes like she never gets called to set. Right. You know what I mean, like, it's like, right. it depends <laughs> on the day. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's not, well, that's why, I mean, that's why it's like part of your book, but it's right. not in your entire book. Right. You know, it informs a lot, but it's it not, does. Yeah. And that you have like long stretches of writing about it. Certain chapters really kind of, documenting the experience but it's also that it's probably like a fifth an eighth of the book you know yeah and i just i don't know i have like empathy for people that i think in today's culture and like i think also this is part of like why i got off twitter and it's on instagram Mm -hmm. of course but it's it is this kind of fixation on your trauma that doesn't feel necessarily like beneficial right and it and not even like consensual, like mm-hmm. not even like they want to live there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. yeah, totally. I don't know. Like, also, Twitter is not the place for nuance at all. Well, like no, that's like where nuance is dead. Baked it, into the yeah. form. I that feel it like it, be it's nuanced. less so with Instagram. I feel characters. like because I don't know. You, I just like you use look pictures at photos more? of hot people. Yeah, and Instagram is lighter. I feel like I anyway. Feel, I yeah. Vacation content. Yeah. Yes. But wait, but what happened? What did the woman in the Walgreens parking lot? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, and then sorry. Now I'm just. There was one other story. I didn't even finish that other story. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, wondering. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. sorry. Okay, sorry. What did you say to her? No, no, wait. I'm gonna go back. I'm sorry. I'm okay. There's, there's All right, one I'm more. writing it down. I need there's to know one what happened. More, <laughs> there's one more insane story that made me okay. LOL, and it's the definition of being a positive ass bad ally. But it is okay. So I was going to set hashtag set life, <laughs> and I got a call that was an important phone call that I'd been. Um, I've been whatever. So, and I was, I, but I was on set, but I was like, <laughs> so I took the call and I was just like, lolly. I was, I was late. You know what I mean? I was late. I need to, be, I need to be on set. Right. And, um, like everyone was screaming at me, but I was like on the phone talking to this person. And like my AD was like, hurry up, Ryan, hurry up. And I was just like, hold on. And then everyone was screaming at me. It turns out they were taking a crew photo because it was towards the end of. Oh, yeah. oh, and oh. I was like, oh. And then I like immediately got off the phone and like took whatever. Anyway, the next day, I ran into the AD and, and I was like, hey, how was your day yesterday? He goes, not good. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I got chewed at. Well, he goes, it has to do with you. And I'm like, what? And he goes, I got chewed out by someone for telling you to hurry up. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's amazing. And someone accused me of being ableist for telling you to hurry up. And (laughs) I I was like, I was like, L. That's amazing. Motherfucking That's priv. That's its own kind of priv. Honey, no. I I told my idea who I love. I was like, Honey, I was on a phone call yeah. when I should have been at work. Yeah. Like, let's, yeah. let's call this yeah. Yeah. Like, I was being a bad girl. Yeah. I was being a bad girl's club. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, for, you were right for saying Yeah, hurry yeah. Honey, yeah. hurry up. And also, like, yeah, hurry up. It's like, yeah, I can hurry up. Like, right. that is right. whatever. And so, like, but I love, I mean, that's I'm incredible. To someone that's being like, so funny. That's a was that you told him. And it's like, honey, this is like, this has gone too far. Yeah. I'm like, this is like death by wokeness. Right. Do you know what I mean? This yeah. is like death by, I can't. Like, I'm like, and it also, like, it essentializes yeah, like, me. Yes, it's, don't be sensitive on my behalf, right? Yeah, totally. It's condescending. It's yeah, like, honey, totally. like, I can handle my AD telling me to hurry up when I do dot dot dot. In fact, need to hurry up. Exactly, you and are I mean? fully capable of hurrying up. It's not like you're pushing over there. me down a stair. The stair. <laughs> 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 like, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. no, and it's just like <laughs> it just speaks to like oh my god. Even when they try to be good, they get it so wrong. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so sorry. The woman at all yes. said, "What's what wrong? Did you say What's wrong?" Wait, 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 wait. Can we say it on the bonus? Can we can we reveal it on oh, the bonus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's okay. gonna be so sure. anticlimactic. It's gonna be so anticlimactic. But yeah, don't let, say okay. that. We're trying oh, to sell oh, it. Oh yeah, sorry. Thanks, Ryan O'Connor, Thank for being oh. on the show just by looking <laughs> at him. You. I guess it's in bookstores now. Yeah. Is probably. it probably right? When is it, it 
So Tuesday? it comes out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday. It's, Tuesday. In, yeah, it's yeah. in bookstores now. It's in bookstores now. Right. It's I get a novel. confused because Queer as Fuck comes out Thursday. Yes. <laughs> oh, much content. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> I'm it's working very... for my Pride Month dinner, baby. Wow. We're <laughs> really <laughs> doing it they, this they, year. Let, they don't let the gays off without a hook. They're like, okay, get to work, get to work, get to work. I'm like, okay, sponsored wow. by Target, home improvement. Thank you for having me. Brian, this has been the best. Okay, thank you so much, Ryan. Thanks, uh, Ryan. You're going to find out the end of that old lady story oh, in the oh. parking lot. Patreon.com slash pot psychology. Also, uh, we have Wawoo where we're... Wawoo where we... It's Wawoo, a premium where series where we recap the real world. Where we recap... Re- that's yes. hard by to the, say By best. the way, like, I feel like I can't get enough. Like How, yeah. how, how straight people felt about Mad Men. This is my Mad Men. Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, like, I mean, people are super I'm, into it. I love I'm that. I'm looking at yeah. every interview. Love I'm, I'm listening to every podcast. You guys are doing great work. I love Melissa. I've also been following Melissa for years. Princess Melissa. Of course, yes. yes. Melissa also, she follows me. She's followed me for yeah. years. I mean, love, yeah, love she's interactive. It. She gets she, it. Yeah. She gets it. She's right. chic. She yes. understands. And so I just think you guys are doing the Lord's work. Um, I feel like I need another four hours to talk about Julie because she's the most fascinating oh reality TV character I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I can't. Incredible. I, like I can't make sense of her, yeah. and I like I, I try to. It's always different. It's, it's always, always different. different. It's always different, but always the same. Like, yeah. It's always the same vibe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is the absolute opposite vibe of everyone else. <laughs> and, and anything else anyone would think to do. But I, will, but I will say, just I need to get this off my chest. Sorry, I, I know you're trying to end it. Um, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly annoys me. Oh, oh my sure. god! Well, she is she's such a stick up her ass. She's, she's up annoying. Ass. It's yeah. like so weird because, like, when that when Julie and Kelly fight, I'm like, Julie is truly deeply unwell, and then Kelly's deeply annoying. I'm yeah. like, honestly, well, like, and, and this week was her whole "I'm leaving. I'm really leaving. Again. I'm really, really, Always really." Oh, she leaving. loves that. But you she know that it. the majority of them have threatened to leave. Right? <laughs> yes, they have. And uh, you know, can I just say something? It's two weeks. I mean, it's come two on. Weeks. weeks. Come on. Two weeks. I'm like, you guys are so insane. Totally. You know? They're paid by the episode. Six figures, we heard. You know, they were yeah. getting money. That's good for them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the threatening to leaving, you can't last 14 days. Give me getting a Getting paid 100 grand or more. She you married know Scott Wolf. What's interesting, too, is- She doesn't oh. need the money. She doesn't need the money. She doesn't need the money. Exactly. That's and they why. live in Toronto. She did publish her book. Oh, Flow. Flow. Honey, honey, I'm a I'm a historian. Wait, I wait, go back wait, to what is the book? We never discussed the book. Wait, wait, wait. We I can went, talk about if it. If I went episode. back to Eugene Lang, I would write my thesis on Julia Stopher in the real of New Orleans. I literally would. I almost want to re-enroll like Drew Barrymore style and like literally do my thesis. Like, yeah, I, 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 like I'm consuming them constantly. It's, doing deep dives. It's I mean. Yeah, it's incredible. We gotta wrap this. Okay, we gotta wrap. Bye. Right, Bye. I'm putting it in pipe fun. Bye.